welcome to episode six of Whispers of a Mad Witch. I, you know, I really enjoyed the last episode where I went over why I love Marvel so much. So I'm also going to give you another example why I appreciate Marvel's history. And I wish DC would bring back all its history that it's always had. I think it would make the comic book company a better. I believe the stories would be better. The tie-ins would be better. And I'm going to try to give you an example of that using Apocalypse and Archangel. If you know the story, I apologize. There are many of you that don't. But Angel, Warren Worthington III, he was born with angelic wings. When his mutant powers developed, he was actually recruited, as you know, by Xavier into his school of gifted youngsters and one of the founding, was one of the founding, uh, founding members of the X-Men. Years later, you know, I saw this as a kid as being such a lame character. I mean, wings. Who cares? He has wings. What can you do with bird wings? You can't do anything. First of all, it's not like a jet. You got to flap the wings. You can't do anything. They're going to get in the way when you fight. Now, in the movie, they showed him using wings spectacularly when he had, you know, the angelic wings in X-Men Apocalypse. But that's not the way they showed him in the comic books. You know, he was punching people as he was flying. And I thought he was stupid. If you look at the cover of X-Men 1, he's got a bazooka tube. I mean, like, this guy sucked. I really didn't like Angel. But later on when you read, you know, X-Factor, when Scott reformed the original five into a new team and they were mutant hunters and undercover, they were actually mutant reformers. They were capturing mutants and actually teaching them how to use their power without the government knowing. Warren um, got injured in the crossover event of that year. I think it was a mutant massacre where um, Sabretooth and the Marauders attacked the Morlocks, and inside the tunnels, Angel was harpooned. Literally, this this um, enemy has harpoons, and he stuck them in each of the wings against the wall. And he was left there for dead. His wings were bleeding out, and it took Thor out of any, you know, everybody in the Marvel Universe who deals with X-Men, Thor came. I don't understand why, but they used Thor. He came in, he saved him, and... Warren was taken to the hospital. Well, X-Factor had the help of one of Warren's friends, uh, Cameron Hodge, I believe is his name. I may not be pronouncing it right, but it's one of his human friends. He was a business associate of his, and he used him, or he had him helping X-Factor become legal and so forth. So during that time frame, when he was injured, we find out as a reader that this guy actually hates mutants. He's always been jealous of Warren. He's always hated mutants. And when Warren is going to have surgery, no member of X-Factor is around, except for this guy. And he tells the surgeons, remove the wings. Now, this is his mutant ability. So it crushes him. When he wakes up and he has no wings, he literally has stubs and they're bloody. It was, it was gruesome to me as a teenager. I was like, oh man, this is nasty. But finally, they get rid of this lame so I thought he was going to die because he, you see him in a helicopter fleeing because he's so upset. And X-Factor is trying to stop him. And he's like, I hate life. And he, his helicopter blows up. And you're like, yeah, it's death to a lame you know, character. And there's so many lame characters between both comic book companies and even others. They're just really lame. And you're like, this is cannon fodder. And that's what I believe Angel was. But Apocalypse had come in. And taken him out of the helicopter before the explosion. He spliced in his technology 
into Warren's mutant ability. He gave him metallic blade-like wings. They look like a fighter jet's wings. No more flapping in, in reality. He could just literally jump down and the propulsion would just carry him. He could go su super fast and his feathers were metallic and they would shoot out from his wings and they were laced with poison. I love this character. It, it really rejuvenated him for me. And I loved Apocalypse because Apocalypse brought this biblical religious sense into the book where he was just there, but he was whipping out Bible verses. If you read X-Factor, think issue 24, when he sends the four horsemen to New York, the last panel you see is Warren as Archangel flying through the skies of New York City with the other horsemen. And a biblical verse from the book of Revelation is actually printed there verbatim as it says in King James, which blew me away as a kid. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is biblical. But you see the tie-in uh, of this, this uh, character to Apocalypse. From then on, he was always tied into Apocalypse. He could never escape his presence because there was something in him. His wings were bloodthirsty. They, they were passionate. They were hungry for, for killing. And he was fighting it. And he was getting treated by Gene and the rest of X-Factor saying, you could do it. And he started a relationship. And he was trying to get over it. Fast forward years. I'm talking about years. I'm talking about like... Maybe 20 years later, Wolverine has created a Black Ops team called Uncanny X-Force. It's, it's a great storyline. And in that storyline, they find a young Apocalypse. Because remember, Apocalypse gets reborn. He gets a new body and he comes back stronger than ever. Well, they had defeated the old man Apocalypse. And apparently he didn't have a body waiting for him. But he did. And this time it was a young kid. He wasn't a full-grown Apocalypse knowing everything that he knows. He was a little boy. And as a little boy, he had not committed these crimes. And the team struggled with the idea of killing a child who had yet to commit the crimes that they knew he was going to commit. But some of them still had the hope that he still would not commit the crime. But while the decision is being made whether we kill him or not, Phantom X just took something into, uh, a gun into his hand and just shot him dead right there in the head. And once he shot him, there was no more apocalypse for that era. What happened though, because of the knitting the manipulation that Apocalypse had done to Warren, every age needs an Apocalypse. And the closest heir to Apocalypse at that point was Warren. And it triggered a seed inside of him, which altered his personality and made him darker, darker than he's ever been. And he became the Apocalypse of his age. He took four horsemen and he wanted to take his horsemen death as Psylocke. The X-Force team had to go into the alternate timeline of Age of Apocalypse to get help from the X-Men from there to stop Warren. Now, at the end, even Phantom X had rejuvenated, taken DNA from the dead baby Apocalypse, took him to this place called the world, which time does not evolve like it is here, and it grows faster. He created another baby Apocalypse, but this time he had nurturing. This time this child had nurturing, and he was educated and loved he was a teenager at that point and it's because so much time had passed in the world and in the outside it seemed just like a few weeks he came back for him phantom x went back for him and said hey we need your help we need you to, def to defeat apocalypse which was at this point warren he didn't take the physical manifestation of him but he was for all intensive purposes apocalypse of our age and they took that kid whose name is genesis to fight Warren as Apocalypse. At the end, 
They defeated Warren. He a lot of things happen. He loses his memory and so forth. And but my main point is when you see a story written like that, something that happened years and years and years and years and years ago that finally it comes to light. Now you're going to pay the price for your mistake. That just blows me away. I mean, even like that, in that storyline, which is called the Dark Angel Saga, Warren had sex with one of his horsemen. She became pregnant with twins. Kang from the future comes and steals the babies, takes them to the future and raises them. I mean, all this ties in. Just one night ruined everything in the future. I mean, it's such a reason why you, I love them. The history is there, and DC really needs to tap into that. Make the, the history come alive. It's so rich. Everything that Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and all the rest of the JLA and every sub-character has, they need to tap into that. It can't just be a simple, well, I'm going to stop this burglar or I'm going to stop Darkseid. No, bring the reason why Darkseid should be feared. Bring a reason what happened in the past and make it monumental. That's what DC needs, and that's why I love Marvel. See you next time, guys. <laughs>